0: Not Podcast. I'm Mark Storrs, and with me is Chris Cardaselli. Hi, guys. And Rob Morphy. How's it going? All right, everybody. So this week, we're going to be talking about the Pentagon's secret UFO program. Mind-boggler. Oh. So this came out, I want to say... Uh, oh. Mid-December. About mid-December. Yeah. Tw- tw- we're t- a little late to the rodeo, but yeah. there's
1: still bulls and clowns and all the accoutrement of rodeo. So so clowns. Just this, let that stand.
0: So this article and video
1: came out um, it was originally, I believe, published in the New York Times. I don't know if it was originally published in the New York Times, but that was where I think it got the bulk of its traction, but I've seen it on like televised news shows. But I yeah, I think New York Times might have broken the story, yeah, but they the, video, the
0: big one. Um, The video of one of the UFO encounters with a Navy pilot uh, was posted uh, from the To the Stars Academy, uh, which is Tom DeLong's UFO... <sighs> Research organization This is a big story
1: This is a big story in a lot of ways Which kind of blows my mind I first saw the clip on uh, MSNBC Chris Hayes Where I was shocked to see a political show Play a UFO clip So then I was like huh what the hell is going on I found the articles and I was like we all, I think, everyone who's going to be listening to a podcast like this, all of you out there, and certainly the three of us here, I think we we never doubted that the government was still looking into UFOs. Even though they sure. said 1969, they closed Project Blue Book, which was formerly Grudge, which was formerly whatever, and that they proved the whole thing, and that when, when you call the government, they say, we don't deal with this anymore. If you call the Air Force, they're like, no, no way, Jose. We don't, we don't talk about it. But I think we all knew that anything that, that is foreign- ostensibly amazing in its technology and invades our airspace is going to be looked into by the government. What this is, though, is the first yeah. leaked, I guess, this is sort of like the Pentagon papers or or any other big story that comes out, uh, confirmation of the fact that at least officially until 2012, and, and very likely continuing to this day, the Pentagon was continuing to invest right, money right. and time and effort into studying the ufo phenomenon which is the first really massive revelation from the, the united states government when all these other countries are releasing their ufo archives over the past decade this is the first really big story so i think i was kind of blown away that it sort of just leaked out no big deal this is what's happening yeah well, for- no it is weird just because
2: look i saw the footage too first and i'm like "Oh, sweet ufo footage but i feel like just out of nowhere, this this big thing. Like all of a sudden, it's like, hey, hey, guess what? Because of this, like, there's been footage of stuff right. before, oh, of Like course. From, but all of a sudden, this one was the one that broke this whole.
0: Yeah, this came f- directly from the Pentagon in their, like Rob was saying, like in their, their continuing, their their continual monitoring of service members having interactions with UFOs. So, like, Navy, Air Force, people coming in contact with them. Uh, You know,
1: professional pilots that know the difference between... I don't think this... I don't know if the the Russians have MiGs anymore, but they know the difference between an airplane and an anomalous object that is doing things that seem to be beyond the capacity of our current technology. So,
0: this program was running and... uh, through various people and all kinds of rabbit holes that basically got the government to declassify these, put these out, and then when the government's questioned, like, is this legit? They're like, yeah, that's it. But that's what we got. Which is fucking astounding. It is. Yeah, somehow, I'm tossed. This is all big news. Okay, so we're into all like, this, no, this. This is... vindicates everything. You're like, yeah, UFOs, there you go. But I think my personal opinion on this is because of the political shitstorm that we're living in. This got kind of swept under the rug, where people are just like, oh, okay, yeah, no, there's UFO stuff, great. Oh,
1: absolutely. I think, the, I think the gravity of this revelation will be something that will resonate for a long time, and I think it will be years before people are like, this well, came out, and everyone was so caught up in yeah. all of this other stuff that it sort of got swept under the rug, but this is one of the biggest deals. I want Because they basically said it, UFOs are real. They didn't say they're, they're aliens, f- but they said "Well, they're, they're I, real.
2: They're acknowledging it's like a deal. It's a thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's. But a I think of the there's a,
2: either. Well, I think if you're a kid under 20, you give no shits because you're still do, you're looking at YouTube. If you're our cool. age, you'd be like, "Holy shit!" Like it's right. kind of something. I still like we haven't changed our lives about it. No, no, yeah, no. But people, I think a lot of people are just like, eh, you know, well, they're not surprised. It's like, oh, the government's just they hit another thing that they were doing before, and now they're doing this. Right. Then, right. I don't right. think that the implications are really. Yeah, we, when they, they're not really thinking about what it means. For years, that that the, there could be other things. That Absolutely, sh- th- that's where the story gets a little. We'll like- get
1: in. We'll get into the story. What what I'm going to basically do is uh, semi paraphrase the New York Times article and other ones that I came across. And as we tell the broader story of all of this, so you guys get a, if if you don't happen to know what we're really talking about, you'll get a, a general idea of the big picture. We'll start, you know, illustrating little points as we go. But this is this is the basic thing. And, and like Chris and Mark and I said, it starts with the video. So I'm going to start with uh with how the New York Times described it. A video shows an encounter between a Navy F-A-18 Super Hornet, which, by the way, is an awesome name for a Super player. Hornet. Is, yeah. Come on, you're the Super Hornets.
2: Yeah. They're already decks. Look, like Super yeah. Hornets like. Yeah. That's <laughs> Extra deck, yeah.
1: You know, they should have, like, the F-18...
2: Mud wasp or something. Oh True, my deadly. God, mega scorpion. Oh my god.
1: Now that's that, way better. You know mega scorpion. That, that's a land and air all right, I'm getting distracted. <laughs> no yeah, you're right. Scorpion's definitely a ground between, between the super hornet and an unknown object. It was released by the Defense Department's Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, which is what they call it. Now, this is all capital letters. This is a real acronym. Defense Department Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. I'm glad we have it. We ought to have it. It's sci-fi as the Dickens. Yeah. Like, when you hear that, you're like, that's something we just saw in a movie. Like, a made-for-sci-fi movie or even a big-budget thing. That's not a real program that the government has. No, I know. But, of course, it is. Yeah. If you work there, how awesome is your job?
0: And the shit you might get to see You have a really cool desk And you're probably just like yeah, Every but you, day you're like We're protecting the fucking earth Yeah man. no it's
2: great But you probably couldn't Say much about anything Well no But
0: you have this the, the Your own self realized Sitting at your desk y- Like no, you, I'm you, the you, last you defense. do
2: But you wanted huh. That's really? why we don't work there Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. First off, I think we'd hit the panic button a lot. We'd be, yeah, we'd be yeah. arrested immediately. The for, On the first day of the job, within five minutes, I'd get a phone call from Mark. we like, dude, lizard <laughs> people
0: are real. I Listen fucking to told this. you so. Eh, eh, eh.
2: Dadgin' <laughs> jail going. Dadge in NORAD Prison,
1: whatever the fuck that is.
0: Dude, they sent me to the ice wall run by fucking NASA.
1: Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, well, we'll deal with the NASA okay. ice wall F later date. All right, so of the... Six hundred billion annual Defense Department budget. A mere, but still respectable, twenty-two million is spent on the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, uh, which was almost impossible to find. Which was how the Pentagon wanted it. Hmm. For years, the program investigated reports of unidentified flying object objects. According to Defense Department officials, interviews with program participants and interviews with program participants, it was run by military intelligence official Luis Elizondo on the fifth floor of the Pentagon's C-ring deep within the building's maze. So this guy's legit. So he's balls deep in the Pentagon. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you get deeper, if it mm. means that you were more top secret. Yeah, if or you get if more to the center
2: of the labyrinth. Yeah, like, I don't know how that where works. You start getting when your like... centers are looking like Minotaur, like, <laughs> <laughs> you won, and you get some treasure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's where all the cool portals are.
2: Where you can just use oh all my the, God! Gosh, I didn't think about that. All the cool
0: light technology to travel. Oh, to they China. have stargates. You know yeah, they do. That's what all the stargates are hit. The
2: fuck clearly. stargate. I yeah. think about it, that's where it is. Well, it has to be. Where else would
0: it be well, but might, the middle I don't, of the Pentagon? We well, you know. might have some stargate episodes coming up. We'll see.
1: The Defense Department, as well, we have mentioned, has never before acknowledged the existence of the program, which it says it shut down in 2012. But its backers say that while the Pentagon ended funding for the effort at that time, the project remains in existence. For the past five years, they say, the officials in the program have continued to investigate episodes brought to them by service members while also carrying out their Defense Department duties. So Mm. uh,
0: this is only service members. This is not civilian reports. This is just members of the Armed Forces. And
1: and, and who would be in a better position but people officially sanctioned by the astronauts, of course pilots, people that work on military installations? These are
0: people that are, they're obviously in the military they are trained and they they deal with pretty heavy duty shit on a a regular basis if they're in combat i would say
1: pilots and i think this is well known and universally accepted make the best eyewitnesses in terms of ufos because they're they're the best qualified to know what they're coexisting with up there yeah so bringing
0: in their credibility really is something that you
1: just can't do you can but you'd be a fool to try thank you right well i mean if they were like well not everybody yeah like I say, no. I put pilots above it, but but you know, a random Joe, if, if, whether or not him's be wearing a uniform, is probably no better at identifying something they see in the sky than we are. No, no, right, right. But The people with training, well, and yeah, experience. that are in the
2: sky and know how to maneuver in the sky, yeah. know how things maneuver in the sky. That's oh a big deal. yeah, that's right.
1: <laughs> right that shit. Well down, <laughs> And that's Chris's doctoral thesis. That's 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 what he went to grad school <laughs> nice. on. Fuck yeah, Peter. <laughs> right. maneuvering. I, The shadowy program, parts of which still remain classified, began in 2007, and initially it was largely funded at the request of Harry Reid, the Nevada Democrat who was the state Senate majority leader at the time. Yeah. That's interesting. Apparently, Reid has had a long uh, interest in space phenomenon. Most of the money went to aerospace. An aerospace research company run by billionaire entrepreneur and longtime friend of Mr. Reed, Robert Bigelow, oh, who is Bigelow. currently working with NASA to produce expendable craft for humans to use in space.
0: So real quick, Mr. Bigelow, born uh, 1945, is an American businessman who owns the hotel chain Budget Suites of America. Sweet
1: and
2: budget.
0: Along with being the founder mm. of Bigelow Aerospace and working on these really cool space hotels. Right. He is also the person that purchased uh, a new Tosk and Walker Ranch, which is a famed paranormal hotspot. It's it's got UFOs, it's got poltergeists, and even Sasquatch sightings.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you clearly
0: had to buy this thing up. Now, Shape
1: changers,
0: all bo- sorts of crazy stuff. Wolves. I don't yeah.
2: think I'd want to go into space in a hotel called Budget.
0: No. Yeah. No. I want to breathe
2: and not no. die. Well, yeah. I think
0: the ho- the whole thing with Bigelow, which is kind of interesting, is he in he started this Budget Suites of America which is kind of what propelled all his other stuff. So that's where he makes all his cash to put into all these other businesses.
1: Because he's really involved in a lot of strange things. And we'll talk about a little bit of this coming up. But, I mean, besides owning Skinwalker Ranch, uh, he's essentially kind of taken over Mufon. He gets all the the reports that you send to MUFON, basically. Yeah. So he's
0: not just a hotel guy who's big into aliens. He's the hotel guy that's big into aliens. Exactly. When the
1: government gets civilian reports of UFOs, they don't study them themselves, at least ostensibly, or at least to what they admit to. But they do send them to Bigelow via MUFON and other ways. So so he's really kind of at the center of a lot of the most cutting-edge UFO research. And now we find out a lot of that was Pentagon-funded. And it was put forward by Harry Reid, who was, you know... just hugely powerful senator for so many years. Right. All right. So on CBS's 60 Minutes last May, Mr. Bigelow said that he was absolutely convinced that aliens exist and that UFOs have visited Earth. Bigelow, also the owner of the infamous Sherman or Skinwalker Ranch, as aforementioned, um, is the founder of the National Institute for Discovery Science, which... uh, occupied the ranch for a certain time to study UFOs, bigfoot, like creatures, crop circles, glowing orbs, poltergeists, and all the things that Mark talked about. Working with Mr. Bigelow's Las Vegas-based company, the program produced documents that described sightings of aircraft that seemed to move at very high velocities with no visible signs of propulsion, or that hovered with no apparent means of lift. Officials with the program have also studied videos of encounters between unknown objects and American military aircraft, Mm -hmm. including the one released in August of a whitish oval object about the size of a commercial plane chased by the Navy F-A-18F fighter uh, from the aircraft carrier carrier Nimitz off the coast of San Diego in 2004. It was released by the Defense Department's Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, Courtesy of the U.S. Department of Defense on December sixteenth, twenty seventeen, so which is, is what that triggered that, it all. Yeah. Yeah. So, this is,
0: so this is the information that the government has put out themselves. So
1: we have to we have to stop here yeah. for a second and talk about this. What's the advantage of this? Yeah, a right, Government yeah. that has constantly clamped down on the information. I think we all. I don't. I think we might all have different ideas. And, and the folks out there about some people are hundred percent sure that the government is like the X Files. They know everything. They keep it hidden in a room. Somebody's right. smoking too much. Mulder's going to get to it eventually. Yeah. I don't know if I necessarily believe that's the case. I think they certainly have. A lot more information than the rest of us. They might even ax- have access oh, yeah. to downed UFOs. Right. Whatever their origin may be. Maybe extraterrestrial, maybe interdimensional, maybe time travel. But to me, I think that would do them all the good that a Neanderthal would have with an iPhone if it fell out of the sky. Right. Like right. they always say, Oh, after Roswell, we you know, we we invented uh cell phones and microwaves and, oh, yeah, they and say transistors.
0: It's the, but is that like a microcapacitor is what we're supposed to have gotten from the Roswell. To me that's and like if, CD technology? If the, or advan-
1: something? if the only advantage that UFOs well, had, even maybe. if they were crashing uh, in the yeah, late but... 40s, if the only advantage they had was transistor technology, yeah. then they're not coming from very far. They're coming from Poughkeepsie. <laughs> like, <Well. laughs> I really think if technology no, is right. far enough advanced to travel right. millions, if not billions of miles, yeah, or through it's time, gonna be, you're gonna be, you, our, our best minds are going to look at this the way a hermit crab. If, you know, is no, it's look a caveman and a CD player. Exactly. Right. You're going to be like, I have no
2: idea. Yeah. Like I'll an take an it apart. Yeah, like, or, look, oog. <laughs> here's a club to your head because I want this thing, whatever it is. Or it's like an ant <laughs> trying to figure out a satellite. We could
0: do so the maybe, analogies
1: all day. Maybe what we
0: got, though, but maybe what we got out of Roswell was just the technology that we could understand, which was a little capacitor. So out of all the technology that you had, we're like, hey, we can figure that this microprocessing thing out, sort of, because we have a big giant brick yeah. one sitting in the other room. Maybe, yeah. True. So maybe that's the case. But it could that could be. Again, CD technology.
1: Never know. Yeah. I no. don't <laughs> it. Mini discs. So you're pretty sure that the CDs we all enjoyed in the nineteen nineties is heralded from alien could technology. It came from yeah. Roswell. It could have. It could have but
2: Yeah, it didn't. It's a weird we tech. Don't, we like don't know Digital that. tech is weird. When you think about yeah. storage and you're storing the ones and zeros. How, how, how would in an space. alien race, I would assume,
0: advanced enough to do interstellar travel, how would they, in your best speculation, store information? On a DNA level?
1: I would. Which essentially is organic digital. Organic computing seems to be yeah, the way of the which is basically future.
0: digital. It does sound like an organic level.
1: Yeah. mini disc Minidisc players. Nano disc players it, right. <laughs> right. right well that could be we, right, we i went mean, down this fucking rabbit hole quite far enough <laughs> dude all day i've
0: been researching this and i went down so many fucking holes i can only
1: imagine all right all right continue. let's get back to uh, mr elizondo who uh okay let, let's start this pentagon officials this month acknowledged the existence of the program which began as part of the defense intelligence agency officials insisted that the effort ended after five years in 2012 But Mr. Elizondo said the only thing that ended was the effort's government funding, which dried up in 2012. From then on, Elizondo said in an interview he worked with officials from the Navy and the CIA. He continued to work out of the Pentagon office until last October when he resigned to protest what he characterized as extensive secrecy and internal opposition. That part doesn't surprise me. Yeah, if you got if you have like a kind of true believing scientist in there yeah. who wants to reveal things in a government that knows the safety of just hiding things, but takes it to the all the
0: bureaucracy yeah. with the greys and everything. I mean, that's going to be going
1: right. too far. Ass. You do, I do not you necessarily just, believe the greys. Yeah, no, no, you're, you're taking it to levels that just, okay. Sorry, no
2: samurai swords, no greys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no samurai swords, no, no greys. All right, here's where it gets interesting. Elizondo resigned, <clears> but <throat> then. Uh, Helped found the research group known as To the Stars Academy Ooh. with another former defense official, Christopher K. Mellon, who was a Deputy Assistant Secretary for Defense Intelligence, and former Blink One Eighty Two <laughs> singer Tom DeLonge. This is where it all comes to a point where you're like, the, the, yeah, sort of like we talked about with the Loveland fragment
0: and his man. his failed experiment of a uh, of, of a wand in his holster. Right. This is where it gets too fucking weird. So, Tom DeLonge. Stops Blink Wayne Two is no longer a band, and he's just like, you know what? I'm doing UFOs, and we all this entire time we've
1: all been mocking him. Don't he say gets we voted haven't. Ufologist of the year. But we've all been like, oh, well, Tom Long, doing UFO she, shit. A, a former uh, pop rock star from decades yeah. before, yeah. suddenly sort of getting excised from his band and saying, oh, I'm into shit that's in the sky. And he always sounds high as a kite, c- which I'm not doing. You know, listen, do what you've got to do. He doesn't yeah. seem to be like that spot-on represent. Now, that's the- ironically, he might be. Ironically, well, no, that's the a guy th- like that might be the one that makes the big revelation. He's baby, the baby. guy
0: that's making it happen.
1: But it seems ridiculous on its face. Exactly, yeah, which is yeah. why it's real. Well.
0: Because of how ridiculous it is, that's what makes it real. I- I'm not sure if I'm comfortable with it, but...
1: What makes what real? I mean, yeah, I but, guess but, good but on exactly. you, Tom. Hey, hey, what do you mean? what like, makes what, what real? Because exa- the only well, thing
0: he's just- getting these videos declassified through his company.
1: That's how they're they're doing all. All this. right, that's interesting. But I, I have to say, the most interesting I've heard so far about this uh, to the Stars Academy is the fact. That he recruited a Pentagon researcher yeah. that was officially researching UFOs in another Defense Department official. Yeah. To me, it's like, if he's attracting... Now, let's be honest. They might be really interested in the phenomenon and what he has oh, is money. Sure, sure. They might not necessarily be interested one way or another in Tom DeLonge.
0: He has... If you if we go to his actual site, let's see if I can bring it up real quick here. Uh, he has an entire board of people, and it's not it's, it's not low-level people. This is all high-level Pentagon CIA officials that are... All former, obviously. Right. For, for, former, right, former. That are all working for him now. Now, granted, if anyone has heard the uh, Tom DeLong interview from the Joe Rogan podcast, not the best interviewee in the world, because everything that Joe tries to ask him, he's just like, well, I can't tell you about that. He's like, well, if you knew what I knew, you wouldn't think I was crazy. Well, Which is, the, the, which is a classic the thing uh, that he's people say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then... If you could see this dragon, you'd believe this dragon. Literally a I, month later, like, oh, here's a uh, video from the government with a UFO. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of like, well, it's a UFO. Goddamn it, it Tom DeLonge. Hold
1: on. Yeah. So let's all stop Well, that, that's, yeah. Let's all stop for a second. I'm not, listen.
0: I'm not Just saying, shush, shush your, shush your beautiful pie hole. I'm not saying war of the world is going to happen. Just all I'm saying let is. Let me say this.
1: Just let me get this out. I'll say it, and then you can go on and on, on about your greys and reptilians and whatever. It's a <laughs> UFO. It's an object that doesn't seem like it should fly, wibble wobbling through space. So, I'm sure. impressed that the pilots are like. What the hell is this? I'm also impressed by something that goes less reported, which another pilot says there's a fleet of them. So a fleet of anomalous, non-aerodynamic objects with no obvious propulsion flying through the sky interests me. Yeah, me too. It is fascinating. But we can't necessarily jump to the conclusion that it's extraterrestrial. Oh, no. I'm not sure what's inside of these
0: UFOs. But what's interesting is that Tom DeLonge starts this thing, he gets these people in the CIA and and the government, all these former officials, Former. everyone's like, this dude's fucking nuts, and then a couple months later, he actually gets work done. Not saying there's anything in there, but he actually gets the shit put out, and it's like, oh, here's the gimbal video.
1: You have to give give credit to result.
0: Yeah. Which is funny, because I'm still on the train of like, well, I'm not sure about Tom DeLonge, what's going
1: on here, but you can't deny that he did get something released. There's a couple of interesting things that come up too because it's not just videos that got released um, Elizondo who obviously left just to, to help start the, to the Stars Academy um, claims that even though the Pentagon and the Defense Department swears that the program doesn't exist he does have a successor now the successor is likely still being financed by Bigelow privately but he says he's still working in the Pentagon mm. so it's interesting that the Pentagon's continuing this. Not that it would surprise me. Um, this, now, the reason that they started this program, uh, according to Elizondo, was the sightings were often not reported up the military chain of command uh, because service members were afraid that they'd be laughed at or stigmatized, which happens a lot. Contracts obtained by the New York Times show a congressional appropriation for just under $22 million beginning in t- late 2008 through 2011. The money—this is back to the Pentagon's program now—was yeah. uh, used— f- for management of the program, research, and assessment of the threat posed by such objects. The funding went to Mr. Bigelow's company, Bigelow Aerospace, which hired subcontractors. Sorry. They don't contrast anything. God damn it. What is a contraster?
2: <laughs> Did they fix the contrast on your TV? Subcontractors. Oh, shit's dark. Who do I call? Call the contrastor. <laughs> you hit that contrast. Up the contrast.
1: Well, what's the level? And solicited research for the program. Okay. All right, but here's the, okay, the so thing. Okay, so basically
0: the government subcontracts to Bigelow, who's like, I'm going to take this over. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So the government, like they can, like they do in a lot of things, they send jobs to, to civilian companies. Yeah, that's it's the deal. You do your three bid process. You put your you put your proposals out to companies. Three bid. There you go. You know how it goes. You get
1: get the deal. Under Mr. Bigelow's direction, the company modified buildings in Las Vegas for the storage of metal alloys and other materials that Elizondo and the program contractors claim had been recovered from unidentified aerial phenomena. Researchers also studied people who said that they had experienced physical effects from encounters with the objects and examined them for any physiological changes. In addition, researchers spoke to military service members who had reported sightings of strange aircraft.
0: There are rumors, and we're going to emphasize the word rumors. Because this is the internet, and literally anybody can put anything up. Well, yeah. But there are some rumors that some people that have come into contact with these buildings where they're storing this alien material have had adverse effects from it. Like what? Like illnesses,
1: like cancer type things. Oh, so things like that. So they're not just getting nauseous. You're yeah, talking no, like yeah, death inducing, horrible diseases. Like
0: people are getting very sick from exposure to this stuff. But again, take that with a grain of salt. It is the internet. It is a rumor, and we all know how red it is. True.
1: Yeah, well, that's, yeah, you can't. you got to take it with the green. But regardless of whether or not those rumors are true, to me, the idea that there are buildings now in Vegas, Bigelow financed, government researcher attended, that allegedly contain recovered materials. This isn't like the middle of Area 51 or Dugway Proving Ground or all the other places that are like super top secret. You can't get within, you know, 100 miles of without getting, you know, vetted and half shot. This is just in Vegas, in a garage somewhere, some warehouse. I mean, that's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazier that the government
0: has this aerospace program, and they're like, you know what? Let's contract it out because we have bigger shit to worry about than you know, shit in space coming at us.
1: Here's the that's, other. That's how crazy is that? Here's a deeper well, question: yo. Is there still the the the? Now let me go into full paranoia land. Is there still that completely dark black op DARPA uh, government thing? organization that knows all about UFOs that never ever communicated to presidents or anyone else who's an elected official who are like we know the secret we know the deal we've got the bodies but then Harry Reid and a couple of interested parties who have a lot of power and access to millions if not billions of dollars are like we should look into this and this is like the separate front face that has nothing to do with the actual oh, dark side of the room right, programs right. yeah gotcha I, I mean it becomes complex I mean well, but these are things you have to entertain
2: yeah I, I don't think so and my a little bit of me wants to think because I love anything dark ops and weird I know, and under-the-radar shit. It's so cool. But I don't, I don't think that's the case. But well, There is kind of a,
0: a, a pretty uh, prevailing theory, I guess, amongst people out there in the field. They're like, well, this, all this is with this whole Tom DeLonge and Bigelow, all this thing is this is just a distraction to keep us occupied from something else.
1: Well, that's the ultimate paranoid conspiracy but then they theorist
0: immediately take. immediately go to the NWO takeover. Well, well, of course. So cool. Which is like like come on well, man. Well, yeah, there's
2: there's no other thing. There's nothing serious that that could you could lead after no, something like that. No, because they're trying to you say like say... Oh, look, you
0: know like this happened and then all of a sudden, you know, Trump says that Jerusalem is, you know, yeah. is going to be, you know, the Israel's uh capital. And they're basically trying to play it off as like the government put this stuff out to keep people distracted enough to keep their eyes away from the one world government and the bitcoin system and the social media taking all your brainwaves. So like Okay, if yeah, you want to well, say that, like, all right, this could be some sort of distraction from the government. Okay, but from what? From what? Because this yeah. is kind of huge. This is a. This, it's this not kind of huge. It's the biggest shit that's happened I, recently.
1: No, not not. I well, I'll you contradict as, as far as ufology goes. No, no, I agree with what you're saying. In terms of ufology, this might be the single biggest one-time revelation that's ever happened. Yeah, totally. I mean, it, it's not like it's not like the Roswell incident, which sort of faded into such complete obscurity that no one heard about it until Robert Stack and Unsolved Mysteries decided to tackle it again in the 80s. And then 40 years later, people are like, you know, I do remember those little bodies, and they were being dragged out. And, you know, this is something. And now it's basically a household word. I'm not disparaging Roswell for any big Roswell fans out there. I'm saying there's something definitely fascinating there, but this isn't that. This isn't something that takes 30 years to come out. This is a revelation that comes out that people sort of acknowledge other people dismiss offhanded because they've been trained, indoctrinated by mainstream yeah. media to just dismiss it. Right. And, and and in my opinion, this might be, no matter where it leads and hopefully it'll lead someplace interesting, the single biggest revelation that's ever come out because basically it's footage of pilots you know, America's Best and bravest saying, I don't know what the hell this is. There's a fleet of them and showing us an object that it shouldn't be able to fly, flying. Yeah. Again, they, they it's asinine it as as to assume it's yeah. as aliens. It's asinine yeah. to as assume anything. No, sure. But, but the some, fact that the government there. is acknowledging that an unknown thing is doing this yeah. and our best you know, fighter pilots are like, what the F? Yeah. That's astonishing. Now, I think that we've talked before about, yeah, like, no, you know, it totally know, like, like when the aliens, if and
0: when the aliens do arrive, right. like what are people like? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, not, it's not, not even really talking about. It's all CGI. When this is kind of a situation where you you get this, you get this reveal, you get this information, you get the government admitting, we don't know what this is, and you have people in the community of... Ufology, and, and you know, like I heard this on Coast to Coast, a couple sure. of different people, and they're just like, Yeah, no, this is a government, you know, this is all just a, a trick and a play by the government to keep you, keep yeah. your eyes off the, off the prize. Now that the, the new world order is going to start and this and that, and it's like, Well, we got it finally. Like, can't we just give us a second to like bask in the glory of like the government admitted there is shit in the sky that they don't know about? I do. Before with we you. start poo pooing and talking about the NWO, I not t- the wrestling league. I well, t- like, Right, it's it's bunkers. not even
2: it's not even that admitting it's the fact that it's there's something that was going on beyond well, the un- video un- yeah unadmittedly for when, years and,
0: and, and the interview that I heard when that was brought up the guy was that, basically that's just the like most yeah ab- of course we all knew that.
2: that well that's what I mean and that's where it's the, like but dude that's, that's kind it. of the weird they apathy I know I know it. but that's where that weird apathy comes in of like well of course they did yeah but it's like when you really th- it's like
0: No, for years I think all of us. For years, all of us were like, "Yeah, obviously the government's (laughs) keeping tabs on you." And then all of a sudden, Edward Snowden comes out, and we're like, "Holy shit! The government's keeping tabs. The government's really doing."
1: Johnny Tinfoil Hat is still living a horrible life but he's not that far off the mark yeah Kaczynski he's a little had extreme idea. But go
0: to the go to the woods because they can't find you. well they can't find the, you there you know,
1: but let's be honest Kinsins, his idea ended there the good part he should have the bombing just, part he was negligible yeah and not it was it anybody. was pretty nasty yeah, his, yeah. yeah yeah no get a manifesto live in a shack yeah. but, but don't kill people all right so let's all, call it way to Well yeah, it's, it's good <laughs> yeah. off the grid off the grid's fine don't hurt anybody so, it is a big deal, but I, not to go to New World Order crap, the fact is, there's enough of me that's old enough and paranoid enough to go, if they're showing this, if it was top secret technology or a super drone that flies on electromagnetic dreams and wishes of yeah. unicorns and small unicorns, children or something, yes. they wouldn't have showed it. So, if they're showing it to us, what's that agenda? Because that's the other thing. It just comes out of the blue. So, I get what you're saying. Can't we just enjoy it and not poo-poo it? All right, we've enjoyed it. I got to right. poo-poo it a little. Okay, you're no, gonna, I'm, I'm, you're gonna I'm put on the this out. train. You're going to put this out. Yeah. You, you have to have a reason. Right. Are, what, what are you distracting from? Now, I don't necessarily think it's a global Illuminati takeover type thing. Or maybe I'm part of it. Well, I do think that... Whatever, reptile. If, if Yeah, right. Yeah. reptile. <laughs> I do think if they're releasing this, they're doing it for a reason. I don't think it's utterly random. And if they're willing to show this and willing to admit that they were studying it, but now they're in denial that they're continuing to study it, then what is it? Two, there's two avenues. Either they're I have, distracted I have one, from I or maybe they're preparing us for something. That's my, that's my, my theory is the
2: slow burn. The slow revelation? Well, the, yeah, that's well, call, ex- I'm calling it the slow burn. And it's what's like, funny
0: is, is the slow burn <laughs> is exactly what Tom DeLonge is talking about.
2: Yeah, but I'm not talking about New World Order slow burn. <laughs> no, I'm, no, no, I'm, no, It's an actual yeah revelation yeah, that's, that's not
0: But that's Tom DeLonge's whole conspiracy. thing is like, look, we're going to start releasing this stuff, and then it's going to happen. That's the whole possible. That's the
2: whole point of the Academy for the Stars yeah. is it, getting it, people. I'm ready. saying that's our agenda. I'm not saying that's real. I'm not saying right. like eventually, like in ten years, like it's been like it's gonna be Monday anyway companies could be like, hey, here, it, Billy the alien. We're He's gonna, gonna, be, gonna, talk we're to gonna yeah.
0: be living in alienation,
1: basically. Yeah, I don't think yeah. if they're that as would cool be fucking as weird, they are, except for the sour milk thing, I'd be totally down yeah, yeah, the sour, sour milk kind of cheese. otherwise, Mandy Patinkin, was a good neighbor no, totally i He's could totally the live with alienation the world
0: and i'm not no, saying that uh you know i'm, I'm not i don't want to say i don't want people to think that i'm saying like they're not trying to distract us from, from something because i think maybe somewhere in the middle you have to be like okay this is a disclosure to serve a purpose so this is serving the purpose of maybe because of the current administration and their disrespect for the intelligence agencies maybe they're like oh hey by the way good luck fucking dealing with this dude there's some aliens. That's a real possibility. And in, the same, in, in that same sense, that also serves the purpose of causing some sort of distraction away from, if you really want to go to New World Order, or whatever. Just whatever. Politics in general, whatever. What it could be, yeah. kind, of yeah. according,
1: kind of according to the, the lines Mark was just illustrating and Chris, is it really could be, sort of again like the Pentagon Papers, a disgruntled person on the inside saying, folks should know about this. This is interesting. Yeah, People are ready. But it wasn't a leak.
0: It was declassified. Okay. So it wasn't like a Snowden-type situation, but it was the Pentagon being like, we're going to do this. Yeah, but... They did it kind of for a reason. All right,
1: right. so it's not a leak, but there still has to be motivation. yeah. Yeah, yeah. but
0: it's not not like
2: sneaking it out on a flash drive. It's them looking at this and being like, let's just declassify this. Or they maybe eventually, maybe soon after they did kind of have an idea of maybe what it was. And they're like, well... Which actually... It's fucking harmless, is so an, go
0: ahead. ...is an even better distraction. Have you ever seen... Yeah. The, it's a documentary called, like, The Disinformation Men? Yes. It's a, that's exactly what they do.
2: Yeah, I know. That's what they worries would, me. Yeah. Oh, did we just figure it out?
1: <laughs> I, so, yeah, so it's not are really a thing. Are we the new lone gunman? No. Because, okay. A, they die, and I'm not down with that. Okay, B, cool. they hardly yeah, ever got laid, The Lone lead, Rangers and that blows. are
0: actually better, but... That's a whole the Lone no.
1: Rangers. Yeah, that's a whole. We thing. are, like from we are air, air air random buddies no, that airheads? who like to drink and talk about UFOs. We are yeah. in no way compromising we, the government's integrity. I'm putting we're we're this out wh- there. We're out of whiskey, so we're running out of good ideas. We, yeah.
2: we, we,
0: we, we may have just cracked the code. So, Chris's take on it's actually pretty interesting. That the government's like, yeah, put this out because we already figured this shit out. It was a fucking weapons platform.
1: Yeah, I will say this though, and let's go back to Harry Reid. Okay, Harry Reid in 2009. Mr. Reed decided that the program had made such extraordinary discoveries that he argued for heightened security to protect it. Much progress has been made with the identification of several highly sensitive, unconventional aerospace-related findings, Mr. Reed said. And remember, he's an established, legitimate yeah, senator. Yeah, no, this guy is. Uh, he the, was the the leader. Yeah, he's legit. Um, so that's pretty interesting that that, that he said it. Uh, la la la. He said this in a letter to William Lynn III, a deputy defense secretary at the time, requesting that the designation of a restricted special access program be put on the project to limit it to a few listed officials. So Harry Reid actually mm-hmm. tried to more secretize. I know that's not really a word, but he tried to make it even harder and more clandestine. Right. And he's like one of those dirty liberal Democrats that everyone says just love to spread secrets and money around. But the fact that... that A man of his stature saw the research, saw what they had found, and said, this could get pretty dangerous. We don't want enemies to find it. We don't want random people to stumble across it. We really should defend this better. The fact that he was worried about it actually really piques my curiosity.
0: So... Is it a matter of caution or a matter of understanding what it is and realizing that you can't let the Russians get their hands on it?
1: Maybe it's both. Mm, if it's dumb. unknown and dangerous, you're going to be cautious. If it's beginning to be known right. and actively potentially deadly, then then that goes into Manhattan Project. So maybe Project they did realm. stumble across yeah. some
0: sort of alien technology that they're like, this, is, this could be a game changer. Or future technology.
1: Or, or fucking hollow earth technology. I mean, I don't believe right. that, but I'm just saying... I think it's absolutely absurd that we always jump to the conclusion it's from other planets. Yeah, everyone does extraterrestrial because it came. You know, when when the first big sightings came out, uh, Kenneth Arnold in '47 and others. This was during the midst of the sci-fi craze when uh, when you know the aerospace program first started getting built and rockets were starting to really come into vogue. We got all those great German scientists. Well, maybe they weren't great as people, but from Operation Paperclip and we incorporated <laughs> well, them into our space course. program. Yeah. So at that point, they're like, well, of course this is from other planets. Where else could it be from? This is what the the zeitgeist of the moment is aliens from other planets, Uh, but really, why limit it to that? Because you have the kind of maybe it's alternate Earths. Maybe it's like Crisis on Infinite Earths. The DC Comics was right. Right. Well, I mean, just speaking of
2: how how tech is, there's (coughs) got to be up-and-coming nerds there could be just like a group of nerds somewhere. Yeah, Elon Musk. Just just make not even with that not really? even like underground nerds. Not even somebody out in the open, just making some oh, like shit dark, that nobody's like dark web nerds? Just No, e- don't go there. Would not, yeah, not dark web, just super smart fuckers that are thinking Eventually, of things.
1: Gray web nerds. Okay. Alright, <laughs> sure, whatever color sure. web Mark wants to be on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now over. I'm into the mauve web. <laughs> But But just just making some shit, you know what I mean? Just doing tack on the radar. Along the lines of what Chris is saying, and I think we should absolutely dedicate a pod to this in the not-too-distant future, there are a lot of examples of crazy advanced technology built in people's garages by geniuses that could have been They're, the next Tesla Einstein, that's what i'm Einstein that gets swapped up by the government under the auspices of this is either uh, a danger to people in general, or this would help the government. So kind of like they can steal your land if they need it. Yeah. The federal government comes in and confiscates these things. Yeah. There, a lot of people die under shady circumstances. It's really worthy y- y- of doing a pot about uh, Yeah.
0: Wasn't there a guy that was, did like a nuclear reactor in his,
1: uh, you're talking about the, the movie "The Manhattan garage? Project" with John Lithgow from the '80s, semi-classic.
0: That was that was that story.
1: No, I well, might have no, in reality. I'm, pretty I'm just, sure there was a guy that 80s like, created yes, a, just, uh, yeah. like a like yeah. a
0: nuclear device or whatever, like in his garage because he was like. There's also the guy I believe with. the... Um, like a car that could like
1: run on water. Of course, that's always the legend. That's, that's the, the number one, one yeah. legend, and, and the perpetual that like, that perpetual like the energy. Legend? Is that, it's, it's, no? Is not it necessarily. It? it might be based on something. It, oh, yeah, or the, it bears for the energy, yeah, yeah, But anyway, what, along with the lines of what Chris saying, there might be some like grassroots underground uh, technocrats or whatever that you call them, technologists that are building some crazy shit. Like, but they yeah. can't keep it secret for long. And these people would want to patent and sell, right? I mean, look Maybe. at the segue. But they fail. I mean, is not that if they're just everywhere. not if
2: they're a bunch of genius trollers. No. No, well, you're that's right. True. I mean, <laughs> people like to or revolutionaries. Yeah. yeah. They, I mean, imagine we, who like, knows what they want to imagine like Elon throw a wrench like, in the whole thing.
0: Imagine like Elon and Musk, but like on 4chan, where oh, he's just God. trolling this, and shit yeah. posting you until you fucking yeah. can't take it
1: anymore. That would be a waste of genius. for Which what? would
0: sort of be like in on Chris's theory, like if this is some sort of like underground nerd movement, where like they're like, yeah, no, we got this this pretty sweet spaceship that has like this. You know, this propulsion system that no one knows about. Let's fucking take it out for in San Francisco for a for a little fucking you know jaunt, and then all of a sudden, government sees the fuck
1: is that. What's funny yeah. is that you say that now, and maybe we stumbled on something crazy. But the whole. uh crazy airship phenomenon of the late 1800s during the cowboy times when people were seeing ships with propellers flying mm-hmm. through the sky long before the Wright brothers did their shit. A lot of times when they'd land, they either had Asiatic or Italian features, you know, because they weren't so politically correct at the time. Swarthy men that said, I just built this in my homeland and I'm flying around. Would you like to come for a ride or yeah. something? And, you know, Farmer Joe would be like, oh, fuck that noise. Here's a pancake. <laughs> and then they'd leave. And, and so... Fuck are you,
0: Eddie Pasto. So the
1: idea of an underground techno nerd network that yeah. creates phenomenal things but never really surfaces itself. It's almost like a, a less fun I guess and techno oriented version of Brad Bird's Tomorrowland or something. Yeah. Like, we're yeah. all getting yeah. together. We know each and, and in the world of the internet super geniuses could get together if they just didn't want to. Well that's
2: I'm saying. Nowadays it makes things much easier if you have some whack idea like oh, dude, I don't have to think of this and someone's like yeah you know, I thought of this too.
1: Yeah. It's like, Let's I mean, fucking you can brains build I mean- on other people's it's sort of like Seth Brundle said in the remake of The Fly. It's like when Gina Davis, the the science reporter, came and said, "Did you invent this?" He's like, "No, people much smarter than me invented this." I'm paraphrasing, of course. I put it together. Yeah. Now, of course, that character played by Jeff Goldblum was a genius in and of himself, and he built a transporter and he got him with a fly and tragic consequences. But before then, he's basically saying what Cronenberg knew, who I believe at least co-wrote the film and directed it, which is. The greatest developments don't come from thin air, except maybe if you're Nikolai, Tesla, or Einstein. The greatest developments oh, yeah. are built on the shoulders of the great men and women who came before you. Yeah. And in the internet age, like no other time in history, oh. you don't have to like go to a convention in Geneva or or somewhere yeah. and meet the, somebody. It's and go, all oh, there. We the information's all there. Yeah, yeah right. let's work together via correspondence. Yeah. You can Skype, you can talk, you can read other people's research. Mm-hmm. So if you're very smart, and maybe a little antisocial. Yeah, I heard the poltergeist, too. You can actually make great <laughs> strides in the 21st century. Yeah, exactly. That's that I'm were absolutely impossible
2: in every other era of humanity. This is the easiest time to do anything like that now. If you're capable. Like, yeah.
0: So was it the government or your neighbor?
2: It was upstairs. Oh, okay, I was making sure. The government can be Are upstairs. they telling
0: us to hush down, or are they going to snipe us? What's right. going to happen? here? We'll
2: see. Uh, if, if, if we wake up in the next dimension, then we'll, <laughs> okay. we'll know.
1: Very good. <laughs> oh my god, that's the place I don't want to. If come. we're raided by the, yeah. All right, let's just let's just end this on a quote. We'll wrap it up. We'll bring it back home to this great, well, astonishing new revelation. Yeah, I don't know if it's totally. great, bad, or inconsequential. Yeah, the, the worst could part be is, anything, is really. I don't want to wait all the years it'll take to really find out. The real import of this, but yeah. I'm glad we lived through it. Yeah, totally. But here, here it is. We're sort of in the position of what would happen if you gave Leonardo da Vinci a garage door opener, said Harold E. Putoff, an engineer who had conducted research on extrasensory perception for the CIA and later worked as a contractor for the program, the program being the uh, Space Academy, whatever that is. Oh, the star. The, what is well, it? I, well, and yep. also, and also the oh, the, the one by the pentagram. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. So Harold E. Putoff, which by the way sounds like a Far Side name. Yeah, Putoff, oh, totally. completely said that we're sort of in the position I'm going to read this again of what would happen if you gave Leonardo da Vinci a garage door opener. First of all he'd try to figure out what all this plastic stuff is. He wouldn't know anything about the electromagnetic signals involved or its function. So what I love about this hmm, is that it's a scientist. A scientist who has worked for the government and is now evidently independent who... Did ESP research for the CIA, which we all know they were deeply into remote viewing and all that stuff, which we can get in at some future date. We're
0: definitely going to do some
1: the, deep. Dark the fact CIA that he episodes. said basically what we've all been saying, which is you could give the world's greatest genius, arguably Da Vinci, access to a very simple piece of modern technology, yeah, yeah, and they would worry about the basics first, and that's what they're doing. That, to me, really smacks of truth. It's not like the Roswell stuff I was saying earlier, where, like, we open up the spaceship and suddenly we had electric can openers and, you yeah. know, robot <clears throat> dogs, and it was wonderful. That, to me, is a little sketchy. This guy saying, hey, we're just figuring out what plastic is right now. Yeah. We can't even begin to figure out what this yeah. other stuff does. Really kind of, to me, I don't know if it's true or not, but it lends an air of authenticity that impresses the heck out of me. Yeah. Well, there's only yeah.
2: so much you know to look for.
1: Yeah. Right. If it's high technology, What exactly, you've said it you over and over. You don't know what to look for if there's something beyond wh- what you know. Yeah. That's... And I, I don't know what great sci-fi writer said it. Somebody can probably write in and call me a moron for not knowing it. Maybe it was Arthur C. Clarke. Uh, something that, technology that is sufficiently advanced enough, if it is shown to somebody who doesn't know what it is, it will always appear to be magic. Right. Yeah. I'm, of course, paraphrasing, yeah. Yeah, but it's true. true. We would, it would seem like wizards and, and madness and <clears throat> high um, sorcery.
0: So real quick too here, I know another quote to end us out with, and this again is from the uh, Tooth Stars Academy from Mr. Tom DeLong. Two Tom stars. says all the things people have heard about or seen, this is gonna be step the first step of twenty. There's a lot more shit coming. What are the other nineteen? Why so specific? Yeah, that's a lot of steps. Is it like the A Well no, he's saying that, that there's more things to come. Tooth Stars also wow. promises to improve national security, combat climate change, and harness telepathy, among other goals. Oh, combat. Lord.
1: Co- climate right, break change down one yeah. at a time combat it
0: yeah combat i'm all about
1: combating change. climate change i don't know how okay. or what i mean clean energy i guess would be Nobody a about telepathy i do that's no the most i know thing. for some
2: reason he said combat co- climate change that's I thought the you, meant, thing that like, you went to you didn't go to esp no simmer down hey, i thought i meant he was versus like he was against people thinking climate change was a thing when he said combat cl- climate change i was oh. like you Why know, would you know I literally I know I know what you mean, it. right yeah. but for some reason that that what I think Tom Delong is saying in, in this is that he's saying like, okay, wait, he so wants to fight telepathy.
0: <laughs> no, who wants <laughs> to fight telepathy? <laughs> wait
2: a minute. He didn't just say Did he say that? He wasn't in
0: there. Climate climate change and harness telepathy among other goals.
1: I'm a, I'm a little e- uneasy with telepathy. What Tom is saying is that let's stick with climate change with for this, now. Yeah, with this, uh, my mind is not your province. With this, to the yeah.
0: Stars Academy, this is his way of disclosing all this UFO information that he he's declassified from the government with his board of super CIA folk, former, yeah. quote unquote, former. But well, we'll see how this goes. So this is just step one. he's saying this is step one. Of possibly twenty ghost train. It's a ghost train. It's a ghost train. Okay,
2: it's beyond. The so train.
0: he clearly, if you go, if you go to this, the academy for this, the Jesus the academy for the stars. It's like a fucking. Award I know. Show. It really, you
1: know what it feels like. It feels like something that sets up an award ceremony. If you go to the, if you go to the
0: website tothestarsacademy.com, they break their entire goal down as a company. Now, granted, it sounds like a mixture between Scientology and a pyramid scheme.
1: But okay. All right. That's that's comforting. because
2: they have a
0: lot of in, "quote unquote" invest buttons all over the place. Okay.
2: Well, that's but yeah.
0: If this is what he's doing in the, one of the first products of this organization, if you will, is the Pentagon declassifying? Could you this imagine UFO video? We're heading in the right direction. If if if, if or what, what, we're being duped into our death. If one great,
1: of the
2: two.
0: If yes, great,
1: that's the deal. Exactly. Uh, the, Roll the, the, dice. the great change of everything. <laughs> the revelation of all the the scientific mysteries is a GoFundMe. Like, seriously. I, know. I mean,
0: dude, that's that, kind of what it's going to come down to, though. I mean, I mean, It's actually ghetto enough to be the When the, the truth. government is giving, is subcontracting to Bigelow to be like, hey, here's some possible cancerous metal, take care of it. Oh, by the way, help, you're basically, he's basically funding the government by putting his money yeah. into all this research. Then you have this To The Stars Academy, which is like working outside of the government, but yet working within the same circles of the government.
2: Ish. Well, it's like, well, how? You got to think if yeah, there's the a, something viable that they didn't want you to know. F- be a, an undisclosed kibosh. I agree. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Like it's true. But it, but then, in, in all fairness, it, there has been that for decades. Yeah, they yeah. have squelched down on everything. They and 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 the rules that were set forth. Um, in those early reports, I'm, I'm ashamed of myself for not remembering it, like the Robertson panel and other things. They basically said it'll ruin world religion. People will lose their right, minds. Right, they won't right, go to the right. supermarket anymore out of sheer terror. Carrots <laughs> will wither and die. <laughs> Carrots will wither and die. <laughs> I know they will. They and they had all these fears. Farmers will no longer farm because why farm when you're moving to Mars? No, why farm when UFOs are going to annihilate you when you're on your tractor? Yeah, well, that's what they were afraid would okay, happen. Right. And in the
0: fifties, like, peace and harmony. But that's
1: a legitimate no. thing.
2: yeah, when you're getting war of the worlded. It- Oh you, yeah, you don't. You give no fucks about your core. Yeah, Earth versus the flying.
1: Star. When we're, yeah. Harryhausen's telling you how to, you know, fear the terror of the skies, you okay. don't make that revelation. Yeah, no, it's to the, the Worlds bubble. versus he who walks beyond behind the rose oh god,
2: <laughs> I, god. I, in all fairness I'm rooting for the I, he walks behind I'm the rose re- yeah,
0: I'm rooting for the weird corn guy the I'm I know, yeah, Jesus, that's scary <laughs> he's always
2: scary can you imagine like they're, they're like it's, and signs or whatever it's aliens and all of a sudden like oh, what dude,
0: all the veins all, all the vines come up together oh children him. of the corn oh, versus signs thanks oh, he, he? <laughs>
2: ah. alright so there you
0: have <laughs> it thank you for joining us for this week's episode of the Cryptonaut uh, podcast with he. Mark Storrs
2: Chris <laughs> and Chris. Rob Morphy. Uh,
0: hey, be sure to check us out on social media. All the links for our social medias are going to be in this episode description. Uh, we are available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Spotify. Love it. And From we're going to have uh, iHeartRadio coming soon in Stitcher Radio. But if you can do us a huge favor, it would be awesome to go on iTunes. You can do this right in the iOS app. You can leave us a, You can leave us a rating and a review on iTunes. And if you do leave us a rating and a review, we will read it on air absolutely will we yeah we will and if you give us a subject of research we'll put it on the docket yeah totally so be sure to check out all of our socials it's uh it's facebook it's instagram it's twitter it's everywhere you can go to our website thecryptonpodcast.com. you can check us out there and thanks for joining us we'll be talking to you soon oh snap
1: see you on jupiter oh (laughs) gosh (laughs) (laughs) we will suffocate on jupiter three seconds on jupiter and our ass is blown not not even three yeah it's a high wind on jupiter it's a scary high yeah. wind. We're we'll talking to you soon.